friends, family, my nakama. Welcome back to the long-awaited third episode of Not Another Anime, the podcast. I am so happy to be back here again. My name is Chivalrous. Most of you may remember me. Some of you may be new listening to this. If you're new, welcome. Welcome to being part of the family and community with us. For those of you that aren't new and have been returning back, what can I say? A few weeks have gone by. Nothing has been put out there. But things are on the change. If you notice, I'm a solo voice today. And for the time being and going further, it may be a solo voice until I find someone or things change. Nothing bad has happened. Just life happens. And we all understand that change is a constant. And in order to grow, we have to evolve. Sometimes that means leaving people behind. Others, it's helping them grow. For me, I'm happy to be back here with you talking about something I love. Anime, as well as video games, pop culture, movies, manga, everything in between. But hey, what's been keeping me frosty? Well, here in the States, we just had Thanksgiving. I say just, it's actually been a few weeks, but it was really nice and very enjoyable. I hope all of you had a wonderful Thanksgiving here in the States. For those out of state and out of country, happy holidays, I say. I hope you're enjoying this time with your family, your friends, and your loved ones as we go into, in the States, the Christmas season, which means shopping, spending, and high bills. <laughs> but all jokes aside, I'm so happy to be back with you all, and I apologize for the third episode, but... 2022 is right around the corner, and there are a lot of changes for this podcast, one of which will be more content. Yes, I said it, more content. That doesn't mean weeks are going to go by, no. More like one week, a few days, and different content will drop. I'm not sure how it's going to unveil itself, but I hope to evolve with this podcast, and I hope you will come along with me with the journey as you all have started off with, or if you're just starting off for the first time. Again, my name is Chivalrous, and welcome to Not Another Animated Podcast. Now, I talked about a different direction for the podcast with 2022 around the corner. When I talk about different, I'm talking about adding more things to this podcast, meaning I hope to do more game streaming, video games. I know you probably have your favorites out there, and I am not, not looking to replace anyone. I'm just looking to play video games and hoping you'll join me every once in a while. If you want to join me consistently when I'm on, I'd be happy to have you with me, playing, joining in, or just adding your banter. But always remember, spoiler free. No spoilers. I don't want to have to kick anyone out. <laughs> So we'll be on twitch.tv at not another anime, the name of the podcast basically, all together in one word, not another anime with an underscore at the very end. So it basically reads not another anime underscore. You can already find us there already. And right now I'm actually working on getting a logo designed for us, something different, something to change things up. I'm hoping that the direction of who I hired will inspire and come up with something creative that we all like. Not just myself, 
but something that represents this podcast. A sense of community, a sense of anime, and in a sense of an, of an adventure. Taking us along for a ride. Now I mentioned Twitch.tv, but we're also going to be on YouTube at Not Another Anime. I already have a video up if any of you would care to go take a look. I don't do any talking. Of course, I do enough on the podcast if you hear my voice. But I have a video up right now of me playing Back for Blood. Back for Blood being a PlayStation 5 and 4 game where you're basically fighting off zombies. I had a lot of fun, but I'm sorry to say I have had very little time with work and whatnot and life to be able to jump back in it. It throws you right into the mix when you actually jump into Back for Blood and you're just fighting zombies and picking up groups along the way. Unfortunately, I don't have a crew that I can hang with, so if you want to be part of my crew, feel free to join me. I would love to have more people on my crew to be able to play games together. That would be a lot of fun. Now, Twitch.tv, YouTube, but please don't forget our social media at Twitter. At Twitter, not another anime. We do have up a few posts. Stuff that I put up just within the past couple of days. Because unfortunately we haven't utilized Twitter at all. But I'm looking to change that. Because 2022 will be a year of good changes. Very good changes. Now, at one point in episode one or two, I did kind of mention a Discord. But I'm nowhere near ready to start or set that up. 2022, again, will be the year we look for when it comes to changes. But enough of this change and evolving stuff and whatnot. That's not what you came here for. Let's talk about the meat of this show. Let's talk about some news. Now, the first thing I want to report was a Bloomberg report that came out a couple of weeks ago. I'm sorry this is coming, this is coming out late. It was announced that Sony is launching a new subscription service. Again, another monthly fee, right? Ugh. But for spring 2022, Sony is launching a subscription service that will have three tiers. Well, what's that mean for most of us that have a PlayStation subscription already? Well, we'll fit into the first tier, which is basically for the PlayStation Plus members. Same benefits, just for us existing members to fall into a category. It'll allow the same access to the modern classic games that we know and love. Now, for the next tier up, we'll have a selection and offering of PS4 and PS5 titles. What exactly that will entail, we are not definite or have any information. Or I have not seen anything out there yet posted that's been publicly announced for what games are going to include. I think they're still building their collection in regards to what they're going to announce, and what they're going to be able to offer to us to be able to want us or entice us to select that tier. But I mentioned three, and those are just two. So the last tier is going to have extended demos, going to allow game streaming, what that means I don't know, and going to have a catalog of, get this, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, but also the PSP, the PlayStation Portable games. So we will be able to choose from any of those past consoles and mobile console to be able to play games from them. And I'm excited about the PSP games. I'm going to be perfectly honest because there was a few games such as 
Earthworm Jim. Yes, I was a fan of that. And another one called Worms that were strategy games. Well, Earthworm was more of an adventure game, but Worms was a strategy game, and it was a lot of fun and very addicting. So I'm really hoping, fingers crossed, I'll be able to pick that up and play it. But those are the services that will be coming out in Spring 22, basically to rival Xbox's Game Pass service. If most of us keep up or are knowledgeable about the video game industry, Xbox has a really great service with the Game Pass. I have nothing against Xbox whatsoever. I was an original Xbox 360 owner. I loved my Xbox. Now, when it came to change beyond the 360, I kind of took a step back like a lot of people because they were demanding that they use their system as the entertainment system. I say the entertainment with finger quotes in the air, which turned a lot of people off. Not because it could have been the most defining system we had to incorporate all of our equipment that we had, but just that. We already had our own equipment. Why would we need another box to control them all? Hint, hint, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> okay, joking aside though. It's a good rival for Xbox Game Pass service. And we're hoping and waiting to see how it actually unfolds. So this will be really cool in the long run to see what will go down. Another thing I want to mention, and I'm sorry this is coming late, but Shin Megami Tensei the Five. Yes, we all know it's out there. Yes, we know it's available as well. But the reason I bring that up is they're getting their own brand of Japanese sake. They're collaborating with a distillery, Sake Tsunagi. And for December, well, which we're already in, they're taking pre-orders for its SMT5 collaboration sake. Now, the sake is supposed to come, or will come, excuse me, in a wooden box and I wish I could show you the picture but unfortunately this is an audio podcast it is really cool looking as well as a bottle designed as sake um, it's going to have special bottle wrapping that will feature the game's main character Naho Bino and if I said that wrong please don't crucify me take it easy I did in the past episode say I was trying to learn Japanese and I'm sure I'm probably way off, but I always try to give everything my one shot. So if I failed, I apologize. So let's try it again. Naosh Gami is the correct way, I think, to say this. So. Excuse me there. So the official order date is up for grabs. Just do a search online. Again, Sake Tsunagi would be the site you're looking for. Now, they do give information regarding the sake itself, which is a fairly high grade, they call it. It means all of the rice used in the distilling process was milled down to at least 50%, meaning the more costly it is to make this sake. But it results in a fragrant and clean tasting drink. I'm actually trying the sake right now, and I wish I had it on me. I forgot to grab it from my kitchen. But I am a drinker of all occasions. And before you judge me, let me tell you what I mean by that. I love wine. I started off with whites, yes. 
but I eventually my palate developed and I've been drinking nothing but reds and I love a good Cabernet Sauvignon. Now, I like liquor. Oh, who doesn't like shots, right? But I'm talking more like whiskey and scotch. Very distilled, very refined taste. I love. But I also like beer as well. I like hanging out and just cracking open a beer. And I will say dark beer, mwah, chef's kiss. I love. And who doesn't love a good Guinness with its malt top? Not too heavy malt, but just enough to whet the appetite and taste. And now I'm starting to get thirsty as I think about it. But I bring us all up because I am not that familiar with sake. And when I went to the liquor store, I asked the lady there for information. And she gave me some good information regarding it, claiming that what I picked up is what you would normally find when you go out to an Asian restaurant and they serve sake. So I brought it home. It was a plum rice wine. And I really didn't know what to expect, but what I can tell you all, different. <laughs> different, not bad, but different good. Because the tastes just don't jump out at you. And I say that from being a wine drinker. It sits and it, what is the best word? It eventually, the aromas come out, and rice wine is a totally different taste for me. So it is taking some time to get used to it. I cannot take big gulps like I would with wine, but I am up for the challenge to find some really good sake. Now, please, if you know of any good sake, or if you want to make any suggestions to me, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter, not another anime the podcast. Feel free to reach out that way and drop me a DM and let me know what your recommendation for a sake is or what you've heard might be good for a sake or what you've tried and why. Just don't tell me a reason. I mean, just don't tell me the sake to try. Tell me why you like it. And I'd be willing to give it a try or go looking for it or go to a restaurant and try it out. One thing about me is I have always loved food. Yes, Chivalrous loves his food. Being in the culinary arts many years ago, I have a special affiliation for food and enjoying and taste and a palate. So when it comes to great food paired with the right drink, oh, it's called a foodgasm. And let me tell you, I'm always in for that. But I am going off the deep end. I apologize about that. Um, Got to get my mind back in focus now. But we were talking about the wine. <laughs> we were talking about... Uh, the Shin Megami Sensei. So Shin Megami Tensei the fifth. Wow, I got all disturbed now. Woo. It's a little hot in here. Now, the official name of the sake is Naoshigami, which I said a while ago, but I didn't say anything to follow up. Uh, the Japanese character is based or the sake is based off the character of the same name. Uh, the bottle is going to feature a gold paper wrapping with a decorative blue rope tied at the neck, which also shows the character as well. Uh, it shows him in his Wrath Tempest pose. So something really interesting. If you're a sake drinker, or maybe you're not, but you really love Shin Megami Tensei the fifth, or any of the Shin Megami Tenseis, go give it a look-see. Go see if it's available. I don't know if it's here in the States. I haven't done my research in regards to that, but I do know it's available for pre-orders through their website. So take a look, see, let me know what you think.
whatnot. Other news, Jujutsu Kaisen. Jujutsu Kaisen has actually gotten a prequel film, movie, yes, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, which is going to feature on December 24th. But unfortunately for us here in the States, we're out of luck. Maybe in a year or so we'll be able to watch it, or maybe we'll be able to watch our Funimation Crunchyroll, or even get it straight to Blu-ray, UHD, or DVD. So, December 24th is a grand opening, and such places as Osaka or Tokyo, as well as a few others in Japan, will be able to watch Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. But not only be able to watch, they're also lucky enough to be able to get what they call a Jujutsu Kaisen issue number 0.5 Tokyo Prefectural Jujutsu High School Booklet. Whoa, 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 what? What does all that mean? It sounds like a lot of, I don't know, a lot of hype and whatnot. Basically, what that is, is anyone who attends the special screening for Jujutsu Kaisen Zero will receive this booklet. Don't worry if you live in Japan, because there's going to be about 5 million booklets available to get. So I'm sure you'll be able to get your hands on it, unless you're going to the very last show or in the very last week of the actual release and whatnot. Because I'm expecting, yes, December 24th is when it's opening, but they're going to do it for a couple weeks. If they don't, I'll be really shocked because this will be a good money maker for the studio. Anyways, the booklet is going to be an exclusive nine-page manga by the original manga creator about the daily life in Okotsu and the other first-year students. There'll be thumbnails and layouts, first chapter from the manga that inspired this actual film. You'll also have film designs. It will have question and answer sessions. And anime staff and cast will also have their comments included with it. Again, if you're in Japan, please go watch this show. And feel free to hit us up at Twitter, not another anime, and let us know what it was like and what you liked. But try to keep it spoiler-free. I mean, there's only so much you can keep spoiler-free seeing that it's a prequel. But the story is different. And when I say different, let me, let me tell you real fast. The story focus, focuses on a protagonist by the name of Yuta, who is a high school student who's very nervous and suffering from a problem of having a childhood friend who turned into a curse that's consistently bugging him now. His childhood friend was Rika. But unfortunately, Rika was no ordinary curse when she turned. So... Who better to help him than a teacher at Jujutsu High? Who's that teacher? Anyone can guess? It was Itadori's teacher, Satoru. Well, Satoru tries to convince Yuta to become part of the school and learn how to combat curses. But can he learn enough in time to confront the curse that haunts him? This is going to be a really good prequel because for us, we see Satoru at the height of his power as a teacher for Jujutsu Kaisen in the high school. This one, it says that Yuta is actually one of his first students that he takes on. So how that relationship develops and how it passes on to when Satoru meets up with Itadori will be a really cool saga that will unveil itself and I'm hoping that is what they had in mind when they came up with this zero version for the movie and whatnot. 
But time will tell, right? So we shall see. Switching gears. There's other stuff I want to talk about. One of them being that I'm hoping in the new year to do more initiative with manga. And when I say manga, I'm talking about, yes, if you remember listening to any of the two episodes before this, I was reading Kingdom of Z. Kingdom of Z basically dealt with zombies. And it was about two deranged, out-of-their-mind girls with a young guy, all high school students, of course, who were bent on creating an army of zombies that would rule the world. Seeing that the world was already in shambles and zombies were already killing everyone, which was really out there. But not only that, I picked up a couple of other two animes as well that I'm hoping to read along the way. Not sure how I'm going to have these unfold, what I'm going to do. What do you call them? Special drops of episodes where I talk about them, but they, they have to be spoilerish. Or unless I'm able to do them in the new year with Discord, can have a manga reading, which would be really cool. Anyways, I'll stop being around the bush. So, two other manga that I picked up were Young Ladies Don't Play Fighting Games. And then another one was a light novel called Mady's Leading Battlegrounds Leave No Trace. Bullet Magic and Ghost Programs. Both of these two sound really cool. And when I say really cool, I'll go ahead and read a little excerpt from them so you know what I'm talking about. All right. So the one about the young ladies don't play fighting games basically takes place at a girls' academy. It's a refined, elegant school that expects the very best in deportment from its young ladies. Aya got into these peerless rich girls' institution on a scholarship and hopes to grow as lovely as her fellow student and idol, the so-called Sama. But this Sama hides a terrible secret. That being, she's a trash-talking, combo-chaining, newbie-stomping, ruthless, hardcore gamer. <laughs> Could a mutual indulgence and no-holds-barred video game combat grow into a deeper rapport between these two girls? It looks really cute, my Nakama. I'm really looking forward to starting that one off. Well, after I finish up Kingdom of Z, of course. But... Young Ladies Don't Play Fighting Games it reminds me a lot of a Netflix show. I don't know if y'all are familiar with it called High Score Girl. High Score Girl basically revolves about a young boy who meets up with one of his classmates. He never really talks much to his classmates other than his guy friends, but this girl, she's just super quiet. And he just can't understand that. He's more the video game, fighting game type of young guy. So one day he's at a video arcade and he gets his ass kicked at Street Fighter, and he's really pissed off and very embarrassed. But when he looks to see who he played against, it's the young girl from his class. And from there starts the adventure of a friendship that grows a little romantic, and it has two seasons out. So go check it out, High Score Girl. But don't play, don't young ladies don't play fighting games. I look forward to doing it in the near future. Now, real quick, the other one. Mady's lead in Battlegrounds, leave no trace. Let me go take a read of that, but let me take a drink here. I'm actually drinking a Mike's Harder Black Cherry. Got one of these longer bottles here. It's a 23.5 fluid ounce. So if any of y'all have a drink, cheers and bottoms up. So for a hundred years, the East and West have waged a ferocious war using everything from tanks to witchcraft. But the technological advancements of the West have begun to shift the balance. That all changes one day, when Rain, a young soldier from the east, finds a few mysterious silver bullets. 
and discovers that anyone shot with them is erased, not only from the battlefield, but from history itself. Soon after this, he meets the bullet's creator, a ghost, who calls herself Air, and learns that if he wishes to continue using his power to end a war for good, he will have to give her his freedom. I am very intrigued. If you open the book, you actually find, or excuse me, you open the light novel, you'll actually find um, pictures, animation, designs, graphic animations of the characters in the film, as well as a couple of the armored vehicles. Now, one of these armored vehicles, I don't know if you remember, but I was watching a show called Sakugan. It's currently out as part of the fall 2021 lineup. One of these vehicles actually looks like a runner's vehicle that they use in Sakugan. So I'm looking forward to that one as well. But I know, I know. First things first, I got to finish up Kingdom of Z. Got to keep things in order and in check. So yeah, that's the thing. Can we switch gears and talk about video games? Because I'm really excited to talk about this. We just had the Game Awards. The Game Awards took place and awards were handed out. I don't know if your favorite one or not, but I'll go ahead and go down a few of the lists and give my opinions on them. So, who took Game of the Year? It was between Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. I'm sorry fam, but if you would have asked me, I would have gone with Resident Evil Village or Psychonauts 2. Those just being two of my favorites here. I haven't played either, but I am a fan of the series for both in retrospect. The real winner was It Takes Two. I think my jaw hit the ground when I saw this. Not because I don't think It Takes Two isn't a great game or involves people in a sense of family and community being able to play with one another and not for that. That's amazing, especially through seeing what we went through with COVID and still going through now, but not so much where we were socially distanced to be able to play a game together was really nice. But really? It takes two over Resident Evil Village. I'm sorry. I have issues with that, but I'll keep going anyways. Now, for best game direction, Deathloop won that category. For the best narrative, can you guess who won it? Our Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy actually won that. And that, I actually saw on Twitch the other day, someone playing it. Looks really cool. I mean, it you can't compare it to the Marvel Universe movie, or Marvel Universe Cinema, however you want to call it, MCU. But the way the characters are displayed, and their banter, and interaction with all five of each other was really awesome to see and I'm intrigued to actually play it. It's not just a shoot 'em up. There's actually things you have to think out and decisions to make because if you don't make the correct choice, then you get sent back to from the cutscene to begin the stage or begin the scenario all over again. And I thought that was really cool to see. Anyhow, now for best art, again, Deathloop took the winner, which was kind of sad. Sorry, I'm going to say this, but Kenna, Bridge of Spirits. I've talked about Kenna before. I have yet to play it. I just watched it, but I will play it. And yes, that will be one of the games I actually play online for you guys and for myself. 
But Canada is really cool. Deadloop is nice too, but I'm sorry, Kenna, all the way. I, I don't understand. Now, for best score in music, Near Replicant won that category, hands down. And for best performance, we have Ma- Maggie Robertson. Sorry, Maggie. Maggie Robertson winning for Resident Evil Village. Congrats to Resident Evil Village for winning that. I'm happy. Now, for best indie, Kenna, Bridge of Spirits, actually won that game, and I was super happy to hear that. I'm going to ask a question. Can you all guess what the best mobile game was? And let me read you the actual participants in this. Fantasian, Pokemon Unite, League of Legends, Wild Rift, Marvel Future Revolution, whoop, whoop, and last but not least, Genshin Impact. And I'm sure all of you already said it, but yes, Genshin Impact actually won for best mobile game. Salute to them for winning, especially after the debacle of their one-year anniversary, which will never in my opinion, I will stand by this, will never happen again, for they have seen the errors of their way. Yes, Genshin Impact won Best Mobile Game. So, congrats to them. For the Best Community Sport, we have Final Fantasy XIV Online winning that game. For Best AR, VR, Virtual Reality, Resident Evil 4. Yes, to Resident Evil again winning another category. Now, for the Best Role-Playing Game, let me read you the participants and you tell me who won cyberpunk <laughs> yeah let's not say anything about that and by the way cyberpunk is still a good game y'all can fight me to the end on it i know it has a lot of issues it did have a lot of issues it basically sucked when it came out but the story and the plots and being able to explore the world and the so many effing different quests and just the whole environment and making you feel like a part of this world was fucking awesome. So fight me on that one. Anyway, Cyberpunk, Monster Hunter Rise, Scarlet Nexus, Shin Megami Tensei 5, and Tales of Arise. For best role-playing game, you, your winner was Tales of Arise. Now congrats to them. They really have a te- uh, compelling story when it comes to Tales of Arise. I watch people play that online. But at my, myself, I've actually played Scarlet Nexus, and I thought they were also compelling as well. But I'm not the one who makes the decisions. But Scarlet Nexus, let me tell you, is another game I hope to play with you all online and restart from the beginning so I can experience for the story all over again. Because Scarlet Nexus, I played, but in chunks and pieces, having to pick up after weeks or a month or so, and the story's kind of gotten discombobulated for me, and I haven't, I haven't even finished it yet, but... If I can pick it up, play it for you guys consistently, then I'll be able to know what the story is, remember stuff, and maybe do things differently this time. For a best debut indie, we have Kenna, Bridge of Spirits, winning again. And I was super happy about that. Now, for the most anticipated game, I was a little shocked by the winner of this one. So let me read you the category participants. It was Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, the sequel, to Horizon Zero Dawn, the sequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and Starfield. Now, who would you have guessed would have won this category? Because I'm going to tell you right now, it would have been between two. Horizon Forbidden West and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. I don't know why they're calling it sequel 2 because they haven't. I guess they haven't really attached 
attached it as Breath of the Wild 2, so the sequel to. Either of those two, I would have said, yeah, those were the one. No, Elden Ring actually took the most anticipated game. And I actually saw a video the other day and I was immersed. I was really shocked by the concept of the game, the adventure. So I can see where it has become the most anticipated, but it must have been a really close bat. Basically, what I'm saying is I would love to have seen the numbers and the votes on that one to see how they went about actually picking that winner. So yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go over every single category of this, but I just wanted to name a few of those just to drop them on there because I thought it was really cool to see and really cool to read. Now, going back to anime news. There was a light novel that actually is going to get a TV anime called Reign of the Seven Spellblades. During the, the, gen, de, excuse me, during the live stream, Dengenki Bunko Winter Festival. Again, I butchered that, so I apologize. They announced that the Reign of the Seven Spellblades light novel series will be inspiring a television anime. The light novel series basically is described as this. Springtime at Kimberly Magic Academy, when new students begin their first year, one boy clad in black robes with a white cane and sword strapped to his hip approaches this prestigious school. The young man, Oliver, must form a bond with a katana-wielding girl named Nanavi. Now, if he survived the dangers he's about to face at this school, then Nanavi is a choice and a bond that he must form in order to make these survival decisions. I have actually seen this anime, excuse me, I've actually seen this light novel. I was going to call it a manga, but it's a light novel series at the bookstore. And I was going to pick it up. I don't know why I didn't, but now seeing this, yeah, I'm probably going to go back in a week or so and go and pick up, pick it up. So again, yes, there is a manga adaptation as this as well. That's why I said manga earlier, but all right. So focusing back on Jujutsu Kaisen, Animate USA Online, which they claim to be your source for your anime needs, figures, accessories, whatnot. So from Friday, December 17th to Monday, January the 3rd, 2022, Animate USA's online shop will be running a Jujutsu Kaisen special promotion. By the way, I am not sponsored by any of these people, like the sake as well. I share this because it is of interest to me. And if you all have not come across this, but you like the series that tie into it, then I hope you're able to take advantage of it and get something useful out of it. And as always, and I'll say this every single time, if you do get something, take a picture, share it on Twitter. I would love to see it. Or if you're not savvy about sharing it or putting a picture up there, let me know what you got. I would really love to know. Anyways, the special promotion uh, with a number of items from the popular series available for purchase as well as a bonus gift. So basically, you spend $15 on items related, of course, to Jujutsu Kaisen because it is a Jujutsu Kaisen uh, promotion. Customers will have a chance to get a bonus postcard. There's eight choices or eight possible choice designs. You don't get to pick. They will pick for you. But one will be added to your purchase. Again, it is a postcard. And please keep in mind that they are chosen at random. So no choosing yourself. But I thought that's really cool. I have not seen what these postcards look like. But I'm expecting is something very elaborate, very colorful, and something really cool. So 
I will be keeping an eye on it from December 17th, which is just in a few days, all the way to January, what did I say? January the 3rd of next year. So right around the corner. Please keep in mind and go over to USA, Animate USA Online Shop and check out to see what they have. I actually went to the Animate Online, but the Japan version, and signed up through there. And it's really cool because when you go to the Japan version, it will actually give you an option. I use Mozilla Firefox, but it will give me an option to translate in English. But it will also, if you scroll down, once you translate it, it will show you how to sign up, even though everything's written in Japanese, so that you're able to, you know, subscribe to them and get some information off them. So that's really cool. Props to them for doing that or thinking of their neighbors across in the West. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, now to talk about some anime. But I want it which is the Pride of Orange. Pride of Orange is basically the anime that talks about the hockey game, the female hockey team. And I've been wanting to watch this, and I totally forgot that it came out because I've been so caught up with Sakugan and what are the other ones? I can't even think. Talked, talked Up Destiny, Blade Runner, Black Lotus. I haven't picked up another one as well that I can't think off the top of my head. But this Pride of Orange is actually getting a video game, or excuse me, a mobile game released. And I'm really excited for it. It's scheduled to release, not till next year though. I'm sorry, let me calm down. March 15, 2022 is when it's set to release. But it's being released by DMM Games. I don't know if any of y'all are familiar with DMM Games, but they've, they do quite a promotion of games. But what I know them for is GBF. Grand Blue Fantasy. Grand Blue, Grand Blue Fantasy being online, being a game you can play. And if you don't have access to Asian servers or having a VPN, a virtual private network, to hide and mask your ID here in the States so you can sign up for games in the Asian services, then I've been able to play still going through my Safari on my iPad and basically signing up with an account. It took a while to actually get it down because it's really crafty. But once I signed up with DMM, I was able to actually use my PayPal and make some purchases for Grand Blue Fantasy. And speaking of Grand Blue, they just had a festival that just happened this past weekend, which I watched one of the streamers translate. And it was really cool. But I'll go to that in a second. Sorry, I'm skipping around. Anyways. Pride of the Orange, uh, Beautiful Girls, Ice Hockey, Rearing Simulation game, basically. Uh, they released a trailer on YouTube, and I just watched it, and it was really cool. It shows the girls in the game, or, yeah, the girls that will be in the game, basically. You're, they set it up as a free-to-play game. Of course, you're going to have your optional in-game purchases, because how else is this going to survive? But as a player, we will be taking on the role of the general manager. Of course, being an ice hockey team, and we're trying to make them the best in the world. How that all unfolds and how we actually go about doing it, I don't know. But cute girls, ice hockey, my dudettes, my dudes, I'm totally in there because I love hockey. Another thing you may not know about me is I love hockey. I am a big Washington Capitals fan, but as of a year ago, two years ago, I'm also a Vegas Knights fan, Las, Las Vegas Knight, Golden Knights. Yes, I love them as well. Which works best for me because I have the Western and the Eastern Conference combined. I have one from each, so if either one makes it, I'm always happy. Anyways, back to this. And I took a small break there here just to take a drink. But Pride of the Orange, March 15th, 2022, being released. It's going to be available on, what was it? Android, iOS, and whatever 
PC, but PC via the DMM Game Player, of course. So yeah, keep your eyes peeled for that, and keep your eyes peeled for me talking about Pride of Orange, but first publishing this, because we have all know it's been too damn long. Anyways, if any of you are interested real fast, um, I pulled up on Mal, basically the synopsis for Pride of Orange. I'm always willing to give a plug for anime, selfishly. So, the synopsis is, third-year junior high schooler, Manaka, is tasked by a teacher to put up a poster about a trial ice hockey class sponsored by the Dream Monkeys, their city's local professional team. Interested in attending the class herself, Manaka persuades her younger sister, Ayaka, and her clubmates, Gorgo and Mami, to join her. When the four gather at the gymnasium where the tutorial is held, they meet fellow third-year students, Riko and Naomi. As the girls practice their hearts out, their fascination for the sports increases, motivating them to play in a competitive level. Wanting to experience the unique and exciting memories that ice hockey can offer, the girls gradually form a team that has the potential to reach the top. Now, I've heard reviews on this one saying it's not really just talking about hockey, but I'm skeptical, no offense to these reviewers, because the reviewers I know are not hockey fans, so chill out. And when I do review this, I'll definitely let you know whether or not it crosses my board as whether it's worth watching or not. So yeah, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. (laughs) But family, all joking aside, I'm really happy to be back on the podcast. I'm really happy to be putting this content out for y'all once again, even though it's been forever. How things are going to change now? I'm not really too sure. I mentioned a lot of ideas. Yes, I know this. Twitch, YouTube, doing more Twitter posts, whatnot, including manga discussions. But there are also reviews I like to do. Like I just went recently last week to go see Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. And even though the film wasn't draw-dropping, oh my god, out of this world... I fucking loved it because it was Resident Evil. One of my passions and one of the things growing up is I've always had affiliation for Resident Evil stuff. Now, I say that because the movies with Mila Jovovich, as pretty as she is, were trash. Sorry, utter trash that followed nothing of the game or the actual storyline for Resident Evil. And I'm not saying I'm the world's expert on Resident Evil because there's a lot of stuff that I don't know. But I love the games. I played one, I played two, three, four, five, six. And yes, six was decent, but it tore a lot of people apart. For me, it was just individual stories of each of the characters, and I love that. But I have yet to play Village. I have yet to play Biohazard. I've done the demo, but that's about it. And those are two games I'd love to play for y'all Biohazard, and then after that, Village, because I have an affiliation with Resident Evil, so I keep saying over and over. But the Welcome to Raccoon City was good for what it was worth. It wasn't over the top, but it gave a different perspective for the Resident Evil characters. Chris Redfield, Claire Redfield, Alex Wesker, and Joe Valentine, and Sarah. I think I got her name right. I think her name was Sarah, yeah. So that's one. There are other shows I like to talk about. I'm not really been keeping up with my mobile games, even though I'm looking forward to Magic. Oh my god, chef's kiss there. Magic coming out for Marvel Future Revolutions. When? To be decided still, but it should be coming in the next few months, even if it's in the next year, which is not that far away. Changes. Evolution. 
evolving are topics I keep going over. So I hope you will stick with us for the ride with not another anime. I hope you will grow with us. I hope you will interact with us because I am still looking forward to more interactions on our social media being with Twitter or leaving comments on YouTube. Yes, I only have one little video up there, but I still plan to put more. I have a slew of games that I would actually like to play for y'all, one of them being Little Witch Academia. I don't know if there's any interest there. I've never seen the anime. I've never read the manga, but it has always looked cute to me. And knowing that I've talked about Blue Reflection, Blue Reflection, and talked about the girl's struggles, and I still need to finish that game. Yes, I know. Other games I like to do is like League of Legends, not Wild Rift only, even though that's a lot of fun, don't get me wrong. But Ruin King that just came out recently. Another game is Other Side, and not S-I-D-E, but C-I-T-E, like a pesticide, fungicide, pretty gross I know, but Other Side, which involves an XCOM 2 type of feel to it, but these girls... And it's more like a black and white with red splashed around it because you're killing things in blood. You have to sacrifice in order to heal yourself. And they try to make it to where you build bonds with these girls. And each one has their own abilities, whether it be sword slasher, gun dealers. It looks really fascinating to me. But a bunch of other games. I'm not going to go down the whole list. I'm looking forward to 2022 and everything that it can bring. I'm looking forward to continue this journey, even if it's by myself, solo, or if I pick someone else up along the way to help me. But regardless, I'm happy you're here, and I'm happy for you guys. One thing that I thought about during Thanksgiving was I was happy me and Random Guy started this podcast. I'm thankful for everyone who has listened to us, as well as for everyone who will listen to us, and hopefully interact with us or interact with me. And say hello. Or drop a line. As I know someone has on Twitter already. And thank you for doing that. So with that said. I'm shooting now close to 50 minutes. So I'm going to say goodnight. Get to rendering. And put this out there for you to actually hear. Again. My name is Chivalrous. I am with Not Another Anime The Podcast. I am happy to be back. And I look forward to talking to you all real soon. Not weeks. Not months, but soon. Days, if not a week. And I will return. Happy holidays to all of our friends out of country, as well as to those in state. Keep on listening. Be safe. And remember what this time of year means. It means spending time with those close to us. It means looking past differences and giving person a smile, because you never know someone might be hurting but may need that hug or that smile from you to keep on going because mental health issues are real and they can hurt people and bring people down to their knees. So please, family, don't forget to, to take the time to just to say hello. If not, lend a smile. But enough said. You all have a wonderful weekend. I look forward to talking to you all soon. This is not another animated podcast and you can't see it. But I'm saying peace. Until next time, fam. Adieu.